What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Life in Commune. Thank you so much for listening to the audio-only version of our podcast. Wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else, please make sure to rate and subscribe. It greatly helps us out, helps us spread the vibe. And if you like to practice yoga online, make sure to come join us for a class. We have new sessions every single day. Hope to see you on the mat, and thanks for tuning in. Let's begin this week's episode. I feel like I'm always getting, you know, subtly harassed before we begin this podcast. I, I don't think so. Oh, we've recently had this conversation, Erica and I, with Patrick about one of Patrick's top three personality traits, and maybe you were there too for the shoes, but that I think one of them is fucking with people. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, everyone yeah. is just agreeing on this. Like, it's like the, the verbal version of this. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, like, In case you can't see the visual, Carly is just tapping. This is poking. Yeah. Just like big brother yeah. poking. Yeah. I would say it's like lovingly banter, loving banter, exploring your reality that's not real, <laughs> and kind of testing your own boundaries. What really does get you mad? Yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. I wouldn't say gets you mad. Not mad. Maybe, maybe not like, mad. Not mad. But like, like, do you think that's funny? Yeah. <laughs> Are we on the same page here? I'm sussing out your mood for the day, or humor for the day, <laughs> or humor for the day too. These are all these are all real things. I feel. Yeah. Because if that's a funny hitter and there's no laugh, it's like, oh, maybe I, I should leave you alone yeah. for the day. Exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's right. like a, it's like a test right. real clear, like clear the air. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna let that ride for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah so I or I'm gonna amp it up for that. I would say that fucking with people is aggressive language. I would say that um, you have a playful spirit. Having a playful (laughs) spirit and excitingly exploring somewhat false realities. (laughs) Going down a path. Wow. He just liked to pester people. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a nicer way to say it. Nice. Thank you, Shelby. That's a very, pl- a very pleasant way to say it as opposed to you <laughs> yeah. being all negative over here. I think we're saying the same thing. I agree. Pestering. Oh, my just... goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Either way, y'all, one of the things we want to talk about this week um, and really the main focus of this week's episode is what makes you feel successful and, like, how do you feel success or what is what does that kind of resonate or manifest like in your own state of mind or frame of reference, I guess, because there's so many different ways that we can all feel this way. And I think it was an interesting um, topic to discuss. I also think it's interesting in the lens of yoga where like you're all, you know, within the practice of yoga, you're not really going for success. Like what does success mean in a yoga practice, whether it's asana or otherwise. But I think success is one of those feelings that we all need to, like, move through life. <laughs> like, that idea of, oh, I'll have no ego. It's, like, not a very real-world I- idea for just functioning in, in a modern society. So feeling successful, like, whether it's big or small, at least for me, is, like, really important to staying motivated and, and moving forward in life. Um, because you need those little boosts, those little bumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all need them. Right? Yeah. I think it's, like, it's kind of what keeps you going. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. At some point, no matter how long you've walked a path or how much you like doing something, if you don't find some level of success, eventually you're going to be like, you know what? Maybe I should try something else. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's like in the yoga practice, I mean, I say it all the time when I teach because it's an in-theory idea to me that, like, it doesn't matter how this goes. It doesn't matter what it looks like. All of those things, you know, that you're not striving for something, you're inhabiting where you are, all of that. and. That's all like nice in theory and things that maybe we're all working towards, but I would like say it's hard pressed to press to find anyone who's actually there all the time mm-hmm. because 
it does feel good to find success and to like it is such a, a big factor whether it's in your practice or in the rest of your life we just to blow up, you doing it we just blow up the <clears throat> what the size what we feel like the size of it has to be yes um there's so many times where if you just focus on the little successes of the day those just can really build sometimes it's you're waiting for that big big monumental or one moment in time there's like oh that success when if you focus on just the little things and the little wins I think those can build up into those bigger successes so not focusing on what how big the success is but hey get them when you can like have you ever monumental had like those biceps that are popping out of your <laughs> shirt right now my goodness <laughs> no up. way let them be free come on now i'm not uh, i'm not pestered i'm just i want I'm i want to highlight <laughs> i just want to highlight that to everybody who's you know watching maybe like hey look at those look at those biceps i'd say your training is working out to your benefit <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Simon. There's a real success pattern there. <laughs> so now everyone has to like watch it. Yeah. So that's a promotion. It's just like, oh, well, I'm missing video. out right now <laughs> if I'm just listening. I gotta pause it. What time CJ's is it got at? These guns. We're about we're about six minutes in a couple, or something. A couple, like a couple that, of so. rifles. Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> boulders. You know, you want to stay gun free. You know, a couple a couple nice <laughs> nice. Uh, Nice stones. Hey, you know. <laughs> we got to rein it back in. <laughs> Successes. <laughs> okay, I was going to say a little success. You ever cut into an avocado and it's perfect? Yeah. Like of it's course. Literally perfect. Mm-hmm. And but sometimes you open and you're like, all right, it's going to be, it's going to be, mm-hmm. That's we're going to be okay win. today. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you like start to kind of like feel it and it's like, oh, it's kind of squishy. And you're like, this could be iffy. You know, you're not really sure. And then you cut it open. And you're like, oh, I see green. This is magic. There's <laughs> all the brown in there. You know, it's not black. And Pleasant that's all, surprise. It's really awesome. Is that your, like, your morning, or not morning success, but is that, like, I don't know when you eat your avocado. All the, you can eat an avocado, avocado. Tom, avocado you can eat any time a day. Anytime. It's yeah. anytime. But it's like, is that your small success, like, big? Or I just like, think a success could be as small as that or a good coffee. Or coffee you, you is definitely one for me. wake up and it's actually sunny outside, especially here in Seattle. You mm-hmm. look out the window and I just think that Sunshine is huge. little things yeah. can be success as opposed to the big things. Like, little things that don't require your participation necessarily to feel successful. You know what I mean? It's, like, fully out of your hands what avocado you get or if it's sunny outside. But for some reason, it imparts that feeling of, like, huh, okay. And it feels like little wins along the way that can accumulate to make things feel like whether it's like a good day or setting the right tone or all That's those things. That's when you talk about setting the tone for the good day. Like setting up my day, what feels successful is like morning routines, morning rituals, little things. If I wake up kind of like sporadic, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I missed my alarm. You know, the whole day just feels shifted. You know what I mean? It's like you're constantly kind of feeling in this anxious state of rush. Whereas if I can just wake up in my own time, feeling like I hit the alarm, you feel nice and rested. I have my mineral cocktail every single morning. Wait, what's your mineral cocktail? It's literally just lemon and water. (laughs) 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 But it sounds way better though. I was so ready. I was so ready. I was like, family secret. What's happening? No, I used to actually, but then I ran out. And so then it just, it became normal water. You can have mine. It's been in the cupboard. I've used it twice. Yeah. You're supposed to oxygenate that blood. That's what that's for, you know? But like, those are huge, like successes to my morning. If I like, I wake up, I make sure. And I'm also a little tip for those mineral cocktail drinkers, maybe out there, lemon water. Don't use warm water. I just learned this new trick. It breaks down the enamel in your teeth. 
Oh, because the lemon. I knew that, yeah. actually. You could, you, it says yeah. to drink it with cold water. You can still do it. Don't, like, disregard. If you, like, love the lemon water like I do, I do love that. And a little sprinkle of salt, too, especially unless you feel like you woke up puffy, you know, you know, just a little sprinkle of salt. But, like, I was really drinking it with warm because I was like, it dissolves my salt. It tastes better. It's easier to drink. And then I, like, was like, mm, my teeth are kind of feeling, like, you know, a little bit different. Oh. And so I read, it was like, yeah, don't drink it with warm water. You have to drink it with cold water because it goes straight to your system rather than, mm. and with a straw. Interesting. Well, there's so many, like in so many of the, I mean, there's certain disciplines where it's like you don't ever want to drink cold things to stifle mm -hmm. the digestive fire. Right. Uh, and it's just so interesting to look like all the intersections of how many different things that you're mm -hmm. like, is this helpful? Is this mm -hmm. helpful? I don't know. Is this helpful? You yeah. just do it till it is until it isn't. What is like part of your normal or your normal morning routine? Just like a simple, simple rundown. I literally, I wake up. I go to the bathroom most every single time. I mean, like, it's just like you wake up, you go to the bathroom. I like to try to brush my teeth first again and then give myself a rinse of water before going to the mineral cocktail. Um, and then it's like making coffee. If he's not making it since we're roomies, usually like one of us, it's like typical. We go uh, drink, coffee, sit down, quiet time. Like at mm. least, you know, 10 to 15 minutes at least of quiet time before like we get the dog out or anything like that. It just helps to kind of start you know, on a calm page of the day, especially if, like, there's mornings where I just wake up anxious sometimes, you know, like the other day, super moon vibes, I don't know if any of you out there about that, like, woke that up. That pink moon That pink moon was super intense, like, I woke up, I felt like there's a ball in my throat, and I was like, there's this rock here, I can't really get it out, so, like, <laughs> those moments when you already feel like that when you wake up, I think it's super important to, like, have my quiet time, mm -hmm. and a lot of times here lately, we've been turning our heater on, we didn't used to have a heater, but we've been turning it on. And I like to, <laughs> um, it wasn't functioning. But now that it works, I like to actually use my quiet time and sit in front of the heater <laughs> to get warm because usually I get out of bed. You know, I'm a little chilly. So, <laughs> but that's like as simple as it gets. Like, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's that's your What's your morning routine, Patrick? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is me pestering. <laughs> um, wake up. Uh, figure out which uh, mood Harvey is in and, and then navigate from there. It's, it's pretty simple. The most important little success in our lives is what mood did Harvey June wake up yeah. in? I was awake from a snooze. I took a great snooze. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel great. Or alternately. Yeah. yeah. But mainly it starts, you, you obviously feed her, so that's kind of like when the day begins. Mm -hmm. um, and then... One of us kind of hangs out with her for a little bit while the other one rests a little bit longer. And we kind of been alternating that recently, so that's been nice. Uh, and then usually because we've usually started the day slower. I mean, it's so weird to think about this, how different it is now mm -hmm. than it was before because it's so, the morning is, for us, it feels like 100% based on her. Yeah. Um, as opposed to before I would, um, in my pre-Harvey <laughs> life, um, <laughs> I would usually practice pretty early, like pretty straight away. And um, I don't know. It, it's funny because I, I wouldn't do that now even if we didn't have Harvey. It's like not I, the impulse. I actually it, forgot it's not the that impulse we used at all. to Yeah, <laughs> like I really it. had that impulse like for so long, and it, and it was something I really enjoyed. Uh, and I think it's part of the reason that we offer morning practices because I think so many people go through that zone. I think it's a great way to really start your day, um, especially if you're not someone that really wakes up hungry. Like I'm not yeah. a breakfast person mm -hmm. at all, so I don't. I didn't ever really wake up hungry. Like I don't. I think I've eaten more breakfast since having Harvey than maybe like any other time in my life. I think you can attest to I, that too. Like totally true. I never really ate breakfast until we had her, and so I would. Just, the first time I would eat in the day would be around like um, maybe 11. 
Or yeah, noon. I mean, you were kind of unintentionally intermittent. I was, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I re- really, really, really unintentionally, just like things that I chose to do without, you know, any sort of intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. fasting science behind it. I would just kind of eat usually throughout the day between like 11 and 7. But that's actually not super not true because I definitely eat dinner at 10 p.m. every single night. So um, more just along that like Barcelona or Barcelona, however you want to, if you want to say it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, timeline right because that that the day kind of starts a little bit later there i think that's why i love that city so much is just like the day starts a little bit later um and even though i don't like sleep in that much the my general start to doing things that normal people do it, or like not normal people but just like more regular scheduled life um happens kind of around those times um but then after that for me i think that uh you know eventually one of us comes here to film class um, or start working, and that's yeah. kind of that's kind of my morning routine. I do eat breakfast now. I do eat uh, two pieces of toast with almond butter, and then this special hot chocolate concoction that would be my version of coffee because I don't drink caffeine. It's like a maca mocha. Yeah. Right. Like maca mm-hmm. powder and, yeah. and good cacao and just all the things. It's mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah. It's a it's a good little win, and um, yeah, it's nice. I just think morning routines are very interesting because it's. Having a nice morning routine is a lovely way to set yourself up for success. And just depending on what portion or season of your life you're in, you can either have a morning routine or you can't. You know, like if you have a super early job, all those things, there's so much that's out of control. But even if you can pick like one or two little things that feel in your control, at least for me, it like sets up my day for feeling like at least I can flow through it with some semblance of like, okay, I'm here and some of these things were my choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. I'd say uh, I find the little joys of uh, for sure – taking a moment to uh, just sit up in bed and I just kind of like move around a little bit because I'm just so I have this little morning routine I feel like (laughs) I don't know if I if I get to you know if I'm lord willing live to get old it's gonna be bad because it's <laughs> bad now to where it's just i just wake up so stiff mm-hmm. just it's i just think like i think the people need to come out with sleep studies and create better beds i think people lose a lot of gains <laughs> when they sleep i do i'm one of them the way i sleep is not helping my patterns <laughs> dude i think you just like Y- your fascia just like retracts when you sleep. I feel like it just also like, though I maybe used it, like, to have regrows to... at like the highest oh, possible gosh, rate. Yeah, and I've been I've I, there was there was times <laughs> where I was sharing bed with a human and a dog. So yeah, I think I just learned. You to guys kind were of... sharing a full size bed with yeah, a boxer. I mean, I had to talk you into getting what what size do you have now, queen? Yeah, I had to talk not, you into that. You were like, "No, I just needed a double or a full or something." Yeah. I was like, "No, you don't." It was it was so it was, was like, so no. it was so funny because uh, I refused to let him buy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, this dude uh, was trying to sleep on the couch. Shelby had her. It, Shelby has like her uh, her bed, and she was just like, "Dude, I have an extra one that you can use in your room." And I was just like, "Cause I was counting on having like a super small one. It is nice." But to be an adult nice. male and have an adult <laughs> male size, you know what's, so, I, what's real though? Bed. What's real though is I don't still don't use it all, all a lot of the times. I <clears throat> it's patterned in yeah. to I still use a fucking sliver, and I wake up and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like I talk, tell <laughs> that to myself. Out. I'm like, get, get open. <laughs> Dude, sometimes when I'm laying down at night, I'm, I always think, good posture. And I just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I need, I need to start doing that. I just want to be like Super Mario. It's like yeah. he was drunk from the small to yeah. the yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get a little mushroom. <laughs> I've always like, because I always notice like, if I'm like curling up or like doing spinal flexion, I'm like, nope, not right now. <laughs> let's, let's get that out of there. It's save tough, that, to, it's tough to find. Time. It's tough to have, though. Uh, I get so much flexion in my hips when I sleep, though. Yeah. Like, cause my knees. I, oh I yeah, like I'm, in a, I'm in the fetal in. position. I try to extend. Back is the best way, but you know that's a success for me. If I can sleep on my back, that is a success. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's true. So, what other kinds of things, like as you're going throughout the day, um, or even a couple of days, like what would make you feel successful? Like, what what's a win? Like, what what are like short term, long term, like just anything in general where you're like, oh, like that that feels like a success or that feels like something that's building towards something new. I guess I'm kind of talking about my own success. I was like, right yeah, there. go, why don't go for it? Roll mm -hmm. with it. What um, makes you feel? I, I guess, sure. I'll rhetorically <laughs> answer my own question. Sure. I'll pass it back to myself. Oh, okay. You passed it back to me. I was looking right at you. I know. Um, uh, I guess for me, the growth is probably one of the things that feels the most um, successful. Like if I feel that, um, throughout the day I'm finding growth or learning or just like, I don't want to say fulfilling potential because I don't really know what that means. Um, also because I don't necessarily consider myself to be like an inherently talented person, but like just continuing to grow is, is really important to me. And so if I feel like I'm doing those things, then I'd naturally feel successful in the day. If I feel like I'm being stagnant, in my thought process or in what I'm doing, then it becomes uh, challenging for me. I think that's part of the reason that uh, certain parts of this year have been really hard for me in terms of an adjustment because, uh, you know, I went from for seven or eight years being, you know, in, you know, 40 different places in a year. And that was really fun in a lot of ways. And while it was probably stagnant in many ways, I didn't see it as stagnant because my surroundings were constantly changing. Whereas this year, I mean, we haven't been on a flight in over a year, which is one of the is very weirdest weird. things to think about. Yeah. That, I mean, even in Harvey's first six months of her life, she was on like 10 or 12 flights yeah. and now it's been an entire year and no one's, N no one's yeah, it's very been on one. Yeah. But, uh, be staying in one place for mm -hmm. such a long time, you're like, am I growing? Am I not? And then, Am I learning? Am I not? And then, like, kind of those things were just questions I felt like I was always searching to answer, mm. uh, or just still am always searching to answer. But like, those they were really coming up so much because I didn't have to like solve a problem of how to figure out how to eat in a country where they don't speak English, mm -hmm. or how to get from basis. one place to the how next to all the time. The yeah. yeah, yeah, you're constantly problem solving when you're on the road and traveling. You just like a lot of your brain powers in your growth and success is sometimes it is just like, Hey, I figured out the tube. Yeah. Hey, exactly. I got here. Hey, okay. This Airbnb is, is legit. It's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, those oh are my gosh. I've missed so many times on the Airbnb. It is brutal, mm -hmm. especially in Paris. Like I don't think I've missed more on air on Airbnbs than anywhere else. Like the last time Austin, I went, Texas, we've missed in Austin, Texas many times. Ooh, I would say we missed Austin, Texas. I, we, bad, bad one time. Bad, bad, one bad, time. bad, bad, bad one time. Bad, bad, like really, really not good. Like so not good. Bad, that, bad, not good. Bad, bad, not good. Yeah, that's an artist, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I feel like I play that that person yeah. in, in yoga, yoga sometimes. Yeah, they're like a producer more so. Um, uh, 
Yeah, that that one in Austin was terrible, but we've had real big wins in Austin. Sure. I, and I wouldn't say like in a, in any Paris Airbnb I've had like, oh, that was a win. Mm-hmm. That was like a really, really good one. Um, you know, a few that we say that like one was like an eight floor walk up when we were traveling with a lot of stuff and I had to carry all those suitcases. I remember. Yeah, I know. I you, didn't, you didn't help. <laughs> I remember. You're like, I'll take this. This I got the carry-ons. Carry- yeah, the carry-on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was lugging the other ones. Um, yeah, you know, you feel all those little wins uh, when you're in a new city because you're just problem-solving all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, then when you're in the same place and you're, you know, just kind of a lot of things are very routine, um, it's almost like I, like, found a win in, like, making good dinners. You know, like, oh, like, that's successful. Like, like I made food that was decent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know? you got pretty good at cooking over the last year. I made food that was decent. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> See, not that's exa- a, that's let's a huge win. I was going to a little segue into that. I find little wins in my dinners all the time. The other night, I was without breadcrumbs. I'm like, how the heck? I want breaded fish. Like, what am I going to do? So I Googled really quickly, and it was like, oh, you can bread fish with, like, almonds and pistachios. So I ground them up really fast just slapped it on there and had breaded fish and it was fantastic. And I was like, this was a super successful dinner. <laughs> and I was super pumped. What do you think? Was it pretty good? It was good. Yeah. And, th- and then today you went and bought more pistachios. Cause you were I like, did. Hey, let's I was run thinking that like, back. Hey, yeah, that's ex- exactly. I was like, I'm going to do this more often. So <laughs> learn from that. I like it. I like it. What makes you feel successful? Carling. I mean, I feel similar about the travel thing about the little bits of problem solving. Cause I, I like research. I like troubleshooting. Like I, I would say that is your number one talent from being is, around you for, for over a decade. Uh, no, I think troubleshooting. I yeah. think you are an A1 troubleshooter. I like troubleshooting. I think it's, I mean, it's infuriating at first when you're like tr- dealing with a problem, but then I could sit and dive into something, figure out why, like read through the message boards and the comments and try to figure it out and mess with the different options and all of that for forever. I really like doing that. I think it's, I just like learning in general too. And I feel like if I successfully troubleshoot something, now I learned and now I can solve that problem again. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the same with, I mean, like I like school. I like learning in general, I like listening to random weird podcasts about weird topics that are totally not relevant to any of my job or what I need. But I just think it's fun to, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is like such a like parlor trick to like, just learn more and know more things. Um, even if it is, you know, whatever, let's talk like learning about I, don't know. I just feel like every random NPR podcast, that kind of stuff. It just gives you more information. So if you need to troubleshoot, then you've got all these tools in your toolkit. So I don't know. It makes me feel successful. If you, when there's a problem with like technology, with a computer, things like that, and I'm able to successfully solve it for us, I feel so proud of myself. Yeah, and I feel like my brother would be so proud of me. And it just, it does feel kind of good. Sure. Well, that is kind of how all of our merch comes to fruition. One of the things that we get asked all the time is like, oh, like who designs your merch? Which, by the way, new merch dropping, you know. Very smooth. Very, very soon, like early first week of May, most likely it'll be up there. Um, but we don't know anything about Photoshop, and we um, we just kind of hammer our way through it. You hammer your way through it. I like drop these ideas. <laughs> Patrick draws sketches for me. <laughs> He's like kind of like a thing like this, and it like it feels like that. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I got it. I took one community college course on <laughs> Adobe, so sure, I'll try it. Um, and then I just... Hey, those skills have really stretched. Of oh all, my God. Of all of the education all, that you've I done. I have a lot of weird certifications and courses, but that one semester at Seattle Central Community College has really night buried... Night school. Re- at night school. 
It's really carried us through. Could you say the course has paid for itself It now? certainly <laughs> has. I mean, like, our win. logos, all of our merch, everything. Like, every t-shirt that we've made, everything. every sweatshirt, every like, website, every website, yeah. It's all thanks to Seattle Central Community College Night School. And slamming your head against the wall for hours and also hours and hours. Also, to be fair, YouTube University. YouTube University. Because my gosh, you can learn anything on YouTube. You really can. Like, you do have to maybe be a little discerning. <laughs> but you really can. Like, anything you want. want to troubleshoot. Like, talk about diving into things. You can get lost and, like, learn. Just make anything. sure you look at, like, the dislikes and the comments <laughs> <laughs> before wasting your time True. on True. You do a little scan. Stuff. Yeah, there was one. I was trying to, like, fix my e-bike, and one guy called for an open flame, and I went with it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and... I did. It was not good. I remember I was running behind. I was, I was supposed to meet up with uh, Tevin before I taught, and I, I remember giving him a call. I was like, hey, dude, I'm like elbow deep in grease, and I, there's a flame on the floor, and I, I got Was this in the apartment? Or yeah, in the going, ap- Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't even take it to the garage? No. This was like kind of towards the uh, – was it towards the end of this day? No, I can't remember, but – no, this was, I, I, I hid it in the, I put it in the, I would park it in, not park it, but I would fold it in the closet. And so, yeah, I took it out because I was like, man, I need to get this going now. And yeah. so, and then, of course, there's a huge mess, as like <laughs> in the beginning of the hallway, and it just was not good. <laughs> so don't, don't make, don't trust every YouTuber. What, 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 what ended up happening with the open flame situation? Uh... You, he wanted me to like to heat up the metal because I was trying to get a screw that was, that I couldn't get off, and this was one of the ways. And oh, to like get a stripped screw yeah, out? Yeah, like a stripped screw out, and like all the comments were just like, wow, like there's far more ways to do this. <laughs> and like I got about four comments in, and then I'm like, wrong, wrong video. Wrong. <laughs> Lots of views, not a lot of, not a lot of positive. The view time um, can't be that long on that no. one. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what helps you feel successful, though, Siege? Um, I would say... Uh, kind of lately, just with how life has been for me personally, and then COVID and uh, not having students and just kind of going through everything, I'd say what helps me feel successful is when I take advantage and ownership of the little things that I can just control. And whether that's my attitude for the day or effort for the day, I feel like if those are on point and I feel good about that, then I kind of feel like that's a successful day. Maybe it's not the most productive in this way or that way, but maybe um, the way I'm presenting myself to the people I connect with or um, the energy that I can bring. I always feel like it's just, it's more positive um, in the space that I'm in too. So that's been something I've really been trying to focus on is what can I control um, and what effort can I bring to the situation? And that usually, for me, leads into more productivity, more organization, um, and just better overall discipline. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me stay anchored. If I, if I, it's like it's like nice to have whether for someone it's something spiritual or whatever they can just anchor themselves to and like rest in. That's like no matter what, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be okay because X, Y, or Z. I think that's that's success as well. Mm-hmm. So. I think controlling your controllables is such a important thing to remember, like no matter what you're doing, because uh, it's so easy to think that you have more control in your day than you do. 
And in reality, like so many random things can happen. Um, and it's just kind of like how you respond to those things or, you know, how you write the ship or how you, you know, kind of get back in your own rhythm that I think is so important. It's kind of like your, your ability to rebound. Mm -hmm. And, um, sometimes, you know, rebounding quick is, you know, an overcorrection and sometimes rebounding too slow, you never quite get out of the slump. And so it's like really finding, you know, the right type of rebounds to, you know, kind of land you back on. It's just like jumping in Mario, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, you <laughs> made that Mario comment a, a few moments ago. It's like, you know, landing on the landing on the right mushroom. You know what I'm saying? It's like landing just on, the, on that brick. Just yeah. on that brick. Like, you, like landing on the right spot because then, you know, like not everything that happens needs like this big response and not everything that happens needs like to be like just brushed to the side. Like there's re this real balance to, I think, finding you know, your pace and your overall rhythm to a day or to a week or and a for, month or And for it me, it's finding the reminder. Because mm -hmm. there's so many things that go on that you just, you're we're forgetful. We forget every, I mean, I need to get those tags from Apple. I'm put, have you seen those? No, what is it, it? It, it can finally, it's like the final, uh, they, you really guys the don't tile? know? Like the the it's like a tile, tile, but it's way better. It can like, you can, can find you your, your phone in your wallet. Yes, oh. I can find everything. <laughs> Uh, CJ, what's your total count of how many times you've lost a phone or a wallet or a case? Uh, Uncountable. 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 Yeah. The worst, though, is when we were going to, we were flying down to L.A. for the balance photo shoot. And the night before, I threw away my wallet. <laughs> how the, the fuck shoot. this happens, don't know. Thank goodness I had, uh, you know, my passport and stuff and, like, it still how worked. How did you know you threw it down the chute? Did you see it happen? Was it too late to grab? Or so like, was there cash in it? No, that here's, moment oh, in slow motion. Like, oh, no. yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, cash, yeah, because we were going on a trip, so I beeped, yeah. yeah, I never have cash, I beeped out cash. Um, and uh, I had another wallet that I was getting rid of, and I threw away the wrong wallet. Oh, bummer, got it. And the car was rented <laughs> in his name. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Yeah. Wow. But... Where was the success? When, when, did, when, did we, when did we circle back on Oh, we, we did a great job. We showed up to, what was it, an expo? Yeah. With, with the clothing line, with the balanced clothing line. That we cut, we covered, we cut it. It was a positive trip. We, yeah. We'd never done it before. We literally had no idea what we were doing, and we, we sold clothing. We got orders. We built yeah, the brand. We did good. Mm -hmm. Like, it was great. We had a great yeah. time. It we, was fun. That B&B was, B &B was a hit. That B&B was a hit. Yeah, we had a great We had a great B&B. <laughs> And you and I really fell in love with LA. On you that did. Trip too. I remember yeah. that's I that when you guys started. We're just like, when yep. we, went was mm -hmm. we were like, one son, two. It was just, it felt so fun to be around people doing things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And Seattle has changed a lot in the last decade or last five years in terms of, I mean, in good and bad ways. But one thing that has come out of a lot of the like boom in Seattle has been there's a lot more entrepreneurial spirit here. Oh, yeah. And like creative collaboration energy. Whereas before, you know, even growing up here, it, it hasn't always been that way. Everyone, There's a lot of people working jobs. A lot of people working jobs and a lot more just like general white collar, I would say, you know, type of place. And so now there's so much more. There's a lot of white collar jobs with a blue collar mentality. Yeah. And a lot of blue collar, you know, jobs too, obviously. Totally. With and, stuff, and with Boeing. But, and with Boeing. But there wasn't a ton of creative input. And going to LA <clears> felt like, oh my God, people are just like, everyone's hustling and trying to do doing stuff. And that's what we were doing. So it was really inspiring. Like that trip, yeah, it was kind of chaotic, but we had the dog, we had, the, we had a lot happening, but it was a very inspiring trip. 
It was super fun. Yeah. LA is a fun, LA is a fun place. Mm -hmm. LA is a fun place in doses, or it's a fun place if you really like your neighborhood. That, yes. that's, that's a topic for I'd another say time. But topic another time, but next time it's got to be it's, we got to live like the Cody's. Yeah. In another life without the without <laughs> without the the illegal stuff. That that's that's an Animal Kingdom reference. We're just pumped for season if, five. Here we are. We are. It comes out soon too. I feel. Um, if you don't watch Animal Kingdom, I know last week we gave you guys a hot show recommendation. Oh, oh. Teenage Bounty Hunters. Teenage Bounty Hunters. But this, this week, week we're back with another one. Another, another hot show recommendation. <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! I would say season four was maybe even the best. And season. honestly, if you just start the show and then you come back and you watch this YouTube video, or you're in the commune community and you look at the hair, on it's this inspired. Video, I'd say this might, a lot of it is inspired. You might get some vibes. Dude, I'm surpassed everybody. I'm just he saying, is. you might get some vibes. We've been watching a while. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> no, I'm saying your hair grows. No, it definitely does. Uh, Animal Kingdom is a great show, though. Okay, so yeah, their wins came out of that LA trip for sure, even like some of the chaos that started. Like, I just think it, it reminds me of, you've said this to me, Patrick, a bazillion times over our decade plus together, is this idea of not tripping over pebbles, right? That like, dude, that's my constant like, reminder I've said this, the, the phrase since I was in high school, like the idea to kick rocks and yeah. things like that. And, it, and it's that idea of like walking down the street, kicking rocks, like get mm -hmm. out of here kind of thing. And it always reminds me of the same thing of like, you can choose to like trip over pebbles over and over and over again, or you can step right over them. Yeah. And uh, those like little things that aren't successes, like in the same way you can wake up and have little wins, you can also wake up or any day and have those moments that could easily trip you up for the rest of the day. That could easily feel like it's a loss. It's not a success, it's a failure, it's a whatever. It's a, it could set the tone for the day in the entire other direction. And it took me, whatever 30 years to finally be able to differentiate a little bit better of like what's a real thing that's happening and that's causing disruption and what's something that is absolutely not worthy of the attention or the the weight that I might have otherwise given it I think uh, just a simple um like real life example of that that that's not you know too too deep in really any direction it's it's I don't, I don't even know. I'm framing this so fucking poorly. But uh, it's kind of like when you recently now at some of our grocery stores, or not recently, more like a few few months ago almost, you'd like try to go to the grocery store. There'd be like a line out front. And you'd just be like, oh, like there's a line. Like I'm just going to bail. This isn't going to work. This doesn't take too much time. But no matter what you do, like by bailing on that line, you're automatically going to be eating later than if you just waited in that line. True. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like one of those things where it's, like you're while yes there's something in your way there's something that's blocking your path like sometimes just like being able to just just own that that's just there mm -hmm. and you just get through it is just like a simple way to avoid driving to the next place and oh maybe there's a line there you know what i mean or like okay what am i going to do where am i going to eat then instead i think there's just like so there's many setbacks. yeah there's, just, there's always like little setbacks along the way and so like the more you can you know not react to a weird comment on the internet or that's um, a great lesson. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like just just not not even take that one in, or um, or even you know like how you can d just just continue to navigate you know d different spaces and different situations without really getting too tied up in them. I feel mm -hmm. is like is so important. I mean, um, we're all creative people, and we all obviously create you know multiple classes uh, for y'all on a on a weekly basis, and so. Uh, it's easy to even get caught up in the creation process sometimes, right? And you're like, oh, like, could have done that better. 
Wasn't perfect. Wasn't perfect. Could have said that better. I mean, (laughs) I mean, just three minutes ago, I didn't know how to form a sentence, and now we're still here talking. (laughs) But I I think those those things always come up, and so it's like, am I gonna let that completely deter the whole experience, or am I gonna, you know, find a way to string a few words together and then get get this shit back afloat? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I really think some of that comes down to, you know, like not trying to. Like taking yourself seriously or taking what you're doing seriously without taking yourself too seriously. Mm -hmm. I think that's like something that is really helpful for me. Yeah, the other day I was at the uh, store and, you know, I would expect Mm -hmm. most stores to be Apple friendly or Apple pay friendly just because COVID and like non-touching things. And I showed up and that's all I had. I didn't bring my wallet, my purse, and I just had my phone. And so I went to one counter and they were like, no, no, you have to go down there to that desk. And I was like, okay. And then I went to the other counter and then they were like, no, no, this is for pros only. And I was like, okay. So then I went to the other counter and I was like, they're like, no, no, you got to go back to pro. And I was like, well, they just told me to come down here. And then like, I went back six times after four different jumps. I end up in this line with the most unhelpful and unkind woman. But that day, I was wrapping it back to his point when you talked about setting up the day. I had like my little pad of like my to-do list. You know, I love checklists. That's also another thing to feel successful. It's like when I can check off my checklist of the day, it's fantastic. But like I had circled, it says like productive, positive, creative, you know, what's your day gonna be like? And I had circled positive that day. And so like all these things were really irking my nerves. Like I was like, I had, this was like a five minute trip. I thought I was gonna be super efficient, productive, in and out. And it turned into like a 45 minute ordeal and I walked out empty handed. So boy, did I feel like disappointed. I was feeling upset. I was feeling, and I got back to my little pad and it circled positive and I was like, all right, I'm going to redirect this energy as a little <laughs> reminder to like get back on that positive train and like traject the rest of the day. Cause I was like, she's not going to ruin my whole day. I'm going to be positive, you know? So those are just like small little things too, you know? Dude, like, that's a huge thing. That's a huge yeah. success. Yeah. Seriously. Like just to, to being able to rebound from something right. that gets that absurd because those things like really get in any of our heads, mm-hmm. right? Like it gets, it's so easy to get caught up in like that situation, you know, times 10 or, mm-hmm. you know, divided by 10. Like it's just either way that those types of things come up all the time. Yeah. Um, do y'all think that success has to be productive? Because we've all kind of talked about like accomplishing mm. things. That's a good question. I, I don't think so. Just because I think that sometimes we'll define production, I guess. Like, the, I mean, like in a, you want to, I, I, just, I just, just think like, do you, does productivity like have to be tied to your success? And also like, does productivity automatically equal success? Yeah, exactly. Because it's really easy to mistake like busyness busy for productivity. Work or effort, effort for, for achievement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That like, well, I did a bunch of stuff, so mm-hmm. that should count. And it's like, well, yes, yeah, sometimes, but sometimes you just got to do a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and, and. So I think that's the difference that I would yeah, say, I what you just answered. Yeah. Like if you're answering like, oh, well, did you just go around and run around with your chicken head caught off, <laughs> but really didn't do yeah, anything productive, but mm-hmm. just busy? Well, and I think that productivity uh, has such a tangible quality. Do you know what I mean? Like checking it off a list, mm-hmm. it does feel good. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel... Do you, Shelby, do you write things that you've already done on your checklist before? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes if just I like... Just get that ball rolling. Well, Carling does like, it all the time. I do it all the time. I every definitely day. do every because it like, like I had it in my mind and I didn't make it on my list yet. It's like I did those two tasks first and then, you know, I remembered, oh, let me go to my thing. So I was like, oh, I'm going to write those down because it makes me feel <laughs> successful to go back and be like, oh, I already did that and that. That's great. <laughs> We're off to a good start yeah, today. Exactly. I do, it, I do it every day. Do you I know what I do? I love to buy pens and books, but I don't write any of them. <laughs> 
I have so many fucking amazing pins that just like <laughs> and I get mad if, I get mad if like people take my pins and I'm like why I don't write anything down and I'm trying to get better at writing <laughs> you have a things slick down pin collection, I do dude. I'm very particular when it comes to pins floating around too and I just have in just like little journals that I'm just are like I've tried I've tried <laughs> I'll make that effort but that's my that's I still have a barrier to entry like me buying it does not it's not the impetus <laughs> no so I get like the thought of having a journal and task writing it down, mm-hmm. but I bet it does feel kind of juicy when you get to like. Oh, it does. Yeah, it's like my favorite feeling. It's like especially when you know you have a lot of things, and that's another success is like remembering all the things. Sometimes shoot fire, yeah, it is. It's mm-hmm. like when you're going around the day and you, you're like thinking of all these things, oh, like I need to do this and I do fire. this, and I. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta like do all these J-Y. ten different things, and then you didn't write any of it down. So when you sit down to actually do them, you're like, shit what did I need to do? I know I had like 18 things that I needed to do and now I didn't write them down. And then they start to come to you. It's like when you write them down and you can efficiently check them off, it's like very successful. Satisfying. It's very satisfying. Very. I agree. I'm trying to think of a success example. I mean, there's, I, there are a million success examples that aren't productive. Like we have a beautiful, wonderful child who's like, do you know what I mean? Who's like thriving in life. And that's a deep success that is not productive because if anything, she is counterproductive <laughs> to every other checklist that I make in life. <laughs> but like vibe. she is our, at least like she is our ultimate success, right? Mm-hmm. A successful creation. She's a good vibe. That is deeply counterproductive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went on a good nature walk this morning on the roof and, you know, through rocks. Mr. Waffle-o? Mr. Waffle-o? Mr. Waffle? <laughs> Mr. Waffle? She named him, by the way. <laughs> Mr. Waffle is the sock pucket, puppet that Harvey has full-blown conversations with. Um, and even sometimes she'll pull the sock out of the laundry and run over to Patrick from across the room. I found Mr. Waffle! I found him! Put him on. Yep. It's time. It's time for Mr. Waffle to come. She would have been a Mankind fan. She would have been a big She's, Mankind it's fan. It's pretty much a Mankind situation right now. I feel like I need the mask and the shirt and we could really be there. <laughs> we got exactly. That's how I was fixed. about to say. It, it is not far off, yeah. So, Carly, what do you think? Success and productivity. Does it, it, no, I mean, I think, I, just, I, think yeah. I, just, I think like you're the, the highest expression of success, I almost maybe can or can't be tied to productivity because like it just feels bigger than that, right? But what like the day-to-day successes that just keep you going, like how could you ever get to those other levels without the rest? Like getting to the like the – gratification and success and, and satisfaction of having a wonderful little being that exists all of that also came from like my neuroses of having checklists and like checking things off and preparing your body and all of that stuff like all of it is it's all one and the same do you know what I mean like I don't think one happens without the other necessarily yeah uh we've all kind of talked about like different feelings of success would you feel that it's safe to say just from this conversation that success is like enjoying the moment or like finding space to enjoy the moment like whether that's you know because there's the process of going through something and success is usually something you feel after do you mean like success isn't usually something that you feel during yeah you know like no matter what it's almost something that's like it's a it's a conclusionary sensation Mm -hmm. i don't even know if that's a word by the way yeah, um, it's, it's an effect of something, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that that's very fair. I feel so, like I usually feel the emotion of, like, thankfulness. And yeah. I feel like, so that to yeah. me and is like, like gratitude. Ass- when I feel gratitude for, mm-hmm. wow, th- I'm very thankful, that's success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like there's this, like, this 
drop in your system. Like there's almost like a little, like your nervous system is like a little, oh, like full body sigh when mm-hmm. something goes well, when something feels successful, like it takes the edge off mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, you get that, like the idea of satisfaction sometimes feels so like gratuitous or, or um, like from like the gross body, not the subtle body versus like the feeling of success, the feeling of gratitude is like that whole dip and change in your I don't know, like your actual weight in the world. And I think, pe- like, feeling like you can be yourself in this world is very probably another very success. Like, yeah, can be a very successful mm-hmm. feeling to to be like, this is me. This is what I have to offer. And I mean, a lot of people, it's it's tough to to be that vulnerable at times, which very rightful reasons. But I think um, it's wonderful. I think that's inc- I think that's incredibly true. Mm-hmm. Like just like yeah, overcoming fi- what it takes to feel yeah, that find, way. finding your own space. courage. It takes a lot of courage. Yeah, and tons of. Courage to be disliked. Sometimes I was just <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading a book about just doing the things, and likely if there are people in the world that do dislikely, then you do dislike you, then you're doing something right because you're probably living for you. You're living not just always for you, but you're living in your truth and like doing things you believe in, and you're acting on those things that you believe in and that you enjoy and that you're passionate about, and all these types of things. And so if you're just kind of falsely living through this life just to please people all the time, then you're likely you know just gonna people pleaser, and you're not likely happy. So I think a lot of times that's go hand in hand as well. I agree. All right, uh, last, last part of this one, just because we'll, we'll tie it back to, um, to yoga, of course, but uh, success in your practice. Mm. What does that feel like? What does that look like? What does that mean in this moment? For me in this moment? What about, what about the, even like, for, so for you, I, w- I want this moment and then I want like three years into your practice. <laughs> In this moment, success means that I did a practice. Yeah. That I got to get on my mat. And honestly, it also means that I got to get on my mat not on camera. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. while teaching a That's class, a not while point. filming, things like that. Just because our life in this moment doesn't have as much spaciousness in mm-hmm. it as maybe it did many years ago. And so that feels like success. Like, oh, I got to do the thing. Get to drop in. I get to drop in. That feels like success. That feels like, I don't care. Even when I was joking about like, oh, it's all easy to say that. Like I truly, if I just got to drop in and do something, I don't care what it was. Like, I just want to like move and breathe and like I do the practice and I could care less what else I, it's, it's easier now for me than ever before to be non-judgmental about other people's teachings. Cause I'm just really happy to practice when yeah. it does work, when it does happen. Yeah. Three well, years in. Three years into my practice. What was success? Learning to handstand. Yeah. Jumping forward. I feel like you had that earlier than that. Maybe I did. What are you thinking? I feel like you have a... I don't know. Probably just, just something like that you did everything perfectly or something like that. I don't oh, really no. Know. I never cared that I did everything perfectly. I cared that like... I don't know. You were, you were quite a teacher pleaser for a while. I guess that's kind of what I was leading oh, into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to be good at it. You yes, know what I you mean? Did. I wanted to be good were at it. Were you front it. row? No, I'm back row. Back always, corner. Always back row. Back corner. Back row. Back I would like to be like acknowledged, <laughs> but like with with subtlety subtlety and mm-hmm. respect and like i see you but like please don't talk to me loudly in front of everyone <laughs> yeah. else <laughs> like you know a successful class for me was like you didn't fall out of anything and make loud noises and no one stared at you and you know that was success for me yeah shelby in your practice what makes you feel successful currently currently um i very much agree with carling is like finding just a place to come in and make the space to practice whether it be on camera or off um you found your zone on camera in the master I class. I did find my dancing. zone, apparently, for all you people that took the master class. <laughs> I caught myself on camera doing some hip swirls just in my own zone while Patrick's talking, and I'm like, what is going on? Thank you, Carling, for that little vid. That no was problem. really sweet. Saved on my phone and favorites. <laughs> 
is pretty good. Um, good thing that class is gone, so you can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go back and reference it and try to find me being all awkward. <laughs> um, but I don't really have any like in this current moment, like any particular like goals in my practice, like postures I'm striving towards or anything like that. So getting to a practice and actually feeling really good at the end and having like a sarvasana where I can kind of zone out. You know, like you lay there on the mat and we're not just like, all right, we finished the class, great, great. But like when sometimes, you know, if my eyes are still shut, usually the teacher, if I'm off camera, like lately, they don't do the clap. Like, you know, Catherine's not clapping at the end. Like I'm like closing my eyes and staying there for a moment being like, this feels really nice. I don't want to be disturbed. So <laughs> I know that the class is over, but I'm just going to lay here for a little longer. And that's like a success for me to just take that time to even keep my eyes shut and like stay in that shavasana just to like continue to let that whole practice marinate through me, you know, and like, because I miss that. I think we all miss that a little bit of the practice. Um, we don't really get many shavasanas these days. So when you get in one, like when you're in your live sessions, when we were doing yeah. lives for oh, the TT, I love the live those were magic yeah. because, you know, PB would go and turn the lights the off. The production lights even go off. Yeah, and so like, I mean, there's times I'm like twitching, you know, I'm like, oh, that's a success. You know, that's <laughs> like a really good moment whenever you kind of zone completely out and you're actually in a whole other world. It's like, where did I drift off to? I have no idea and that's fine, you know, so. That's a current success in my practice. Um, as far as my teaching online, I want to throw that out there as like a success for me is like having a clean start. Uh, <laughs> my intros, y'all, I have probably a reel for days because I'll get down in front of the camera and I don't know, I just am so awkward sometimes. <laughs> I like get nervous and my heart starts beating even though it's like I've done this a thousand times now. I'm like, all right, you got this. And then I like say things. I'm like, I don't know what I just said. Okay, let me try that again. <laughs> you know? So I think that's a big success too. Is like just even still like today I even had one. I was like, what are you doing? You know, just come back to it. So a successful the intro is solid. Once, once the ship starts sailing, you're, you're in cruise yeah, control. I'm in cruise control sometimes sure. it has a hard time getting out of port. It does. It's like, oh, God, I hit a wall. Oh, God, I hit another wall. Come on, someone push me away. Like, at this point, I can't figure it out. I need a little drift. Like a little deer in headlights. Yeah. What was the one she had way in the beginning where Kim is in the video? And, and, she, and Shelby said something so ridiculous. And Kim just she looks said, at her. And she, and she looks at her and goes, like, what, what the fuck did you say? And then she goes, because <laughs> I said I was like I took the block of the block when I was oh, like I, I was like you need a block something hard to squeeze between your legs. Kim's face was like it was so funny. She was. She rolled with it though. She <laughs> gave she gave the eye roll of like I can okay I can see it. She was just She probably could have said that different, but we're rolling. <laughs> Because Kim rolls with it. She's the queen of rolling so with it. Funny. And I didn't even realize it because I was so, that's what I'm saying, it's like those moments happened and I didn't realize until I watched it back. I was like, good God, jeez. <laughs> no, there was one. I did a word of that a little bit. There was one where you and Erica say it too, uh, slurp it up. Oh yeah, I still say that. I'm <laughs> you do? Too. Oh my God, I'm all saying it. But the first time, the first time I heard it, I, I was like, <laughs> I looked because I was like, I actually don't know what this could entail of <laughs> slurping the knee. <laughs> I quite don't know what a slurp of the knee could be, so. God, that seems so, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, slurp, your slurp. <laughs> I don't know, no, because you got to think, I was like, it's from Tadasana, so you're like, slurp it up, and I was like, I had to look at what you were doing. How should one slurp? How should one slurp? Yeah. I don't know. You could get on that list of, like, top ten yoga cues that, like, people don't know what the hell you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I'd say for me, um, my successes in my practice lately have been, uh, it sounds simple, but it's so tough for me to do uh, sometimes, is to prime my body before movement. Prime my body before either I'm practicing or taking in my practices. I don't know why I don't do it every single time because I feel so much better after I move. So that's been 
one of my goals. So when I am able to warm up before, um, I feel like I have a very successful practice. And um, I've been working on trying to find balance in mine uh, through all the patterns of playing sports. Uh, I just have some kind of very skewed <laughs> imbalances. And so it's been exciting for me to, even if the aesthetic looks completely different from one side to the other, trying to actually fix them and correct them. So uh, that's been kind of my motivation as nice. of late. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, it's, it's interesting and mm -hmm. cool because both those things are really about acknowledging yourself mm -hmm. and not being tied to uh, the general aesthetic or intention of a posture or practice, but actually like acknowledging your own need, which is really cool. Cause I think that's going to help those yeah. postures. <laughs> yeah, Cause I, it's almost it'll like, help, it'll help any of us in any of these postures, right? It's like mm -hmm. the more, um, I think we talk about it so much in our teacher trainings, which by the way, May 17th, another one happens yeah. <laughs> if you want to join the online crew. Um, but I, I think it's like the more you can acknowledge yourself, that's where growth actually happens. Like if you, if you don't acknowledge yourself, you know, if you're in your body and you're trying to move the way Shelby moves, like, and you're and you're following that step for step verbatim verbatim, like, you're never going to actually get past your current space mm -hmm. because you're not acknowledging your own puzzle pieces and what it would take to move in that capacity. And, and I feel, yeah, and I feel like, no, I was just, I, I feel like, actually. It's funny when I take both of you guys, uh, you both cue towards me. So I always appreciate or anybody, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's cool to, uh, to be the student in the room because mostly you guys practice when I'm in there with Patrick, he's, he's cueing for, for me most of the time. So I always appreciate <laughs> I'm it. I'm sorry there to help you along the you way. Know. But, but the, one of the things that's interesting is like the same goes in reverse, right? Mm -hmm. So like, um, you know, just as just as you couldn't move in the way that Shelby moves, Shelby can't move in the way that you move either. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what's so interesting to me about the practice and what's so universal about it is no matter who you are, mimicking somebody else is next to impossible, but doing the things that they do is possible just through your slight or sometimes um, more extreme modifications in your own practice, like little adjustments kind of along the way that are... Um, that are personal and that are really, you know, speaking to the fact that maybe you have long shins or a short torso or really long arms, really short arms, or like a really big head, or <laughs> there's all these, there's all these factors that just go into play, like that are part of your proportions. And that doesn't even go into how those proportions move together. Right. Well, and so and there's even just like a body aside, like the exactly. way that you're the way that your brain interprets instructions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You hear things, that's you why, learn, that's how like, I found, all of that that's how I found, difference. that's how I found you guys. And that's how I found Patrick is because I was like we're kind of kind of similar mm -hmm. move in similar ways and even teach I'd say I definitely do that with teaching um seeing what kind of that is it's like not trying to mimic how you guys teach mm -hmm. but to see what you do what I can take what we can take pieces of and let that be kind of what ours our version of things mm -hmm. are can be yeah. totally. for me success in my practice right now Hmm. Uh, probably just contentment, I think. Like if, if I feel like just content with, um, or finding space to be content. Like I think I, every time I practice, I really, I always have a lot of gratitude to be able to do it. And um, I'm always very appreciative of the journey, but having the space to also be content um, is a bit more fleeting for me. And so when I find that, I think that feels very, 
um, I feel this sensation of success because it's, it's not as common for me. I think it's interesting that you say that because at the beginning of this podcast, success was growth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so, I mean, I know this because I have an inside glimpse into like your process, but that marriage between growth and the stimulation to continue to do something, but also falling back on Santosha and like, what does it yeah. mean to be content, but also continue to move forward? Mm -hmm. And it's a very, I, I mean, I don't know if it's two steps forward, one step back. I don't know the equation, but I think it's a very interesting balance that a lot of people are working with. Um, and you have just for, for you me, have high bars for yourself. And so it's an even more interesting balance, I think, for you because you're so deep into the practice, too, of like, how do you cultivate both? Yeah, I think it's I think instead of thinking of two steps forward, one steps backwards, because I think it's just appreciating your pace. Mm -hmm. You know, like like like, oh, I'm appreciating my pace today. Like, I appreciate the way that the path at which my growth or evolution and that's more than physical, like mental, spiritual occurs. Right. And so the more that there's a streamlined, like consistency to what I'm doing, it, it really is helpful to just like, you know, feeling content with not only what I'm creating, but what I'm practicing and, um, and, and just how it feels, you know, like finding that sensation, I think is, is wonderful. So, all right, y'all. That feels like uh, that success. Feels like, that feels like a success. <laughs> Literally. Um, as always, thank y'all so much for listening to another episode of Life in Common. So fun to share these with y'all. Um, we look forward to chatting with you again soon and practicing with you on the mat. Peace.